What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of Prime Examples. I'm Primetime, here with Philly and the big homie Prince. It's a celebration this week. Person's in the house. <laughs> I had to leave last week and go find person. <laughs> I came back with person. Uh, this is a podcast where we get together once a week and figure it out. So without further ado, we'll get right into it. Um, on April 15th, 2009, Notre Dame de Paris, Our Lady of Paris, a medieval Catholic cathedral caught fire, uh, and which is, I guess, it's a historical uh, landmark. In the world? 2019. What did I say? 2009. Oh, look at fact checkers putting their work already. <laughs> <Person's> back. <laughs> On point. Person is doing a damn thing. That's dope. Um, yes. Yeah, so uh, on April 15th, 2019, uh, that place caught fire. Mm-hmm. And within 24 hours, $700 million was raised um, for the restoration of this cathedral not all of it basically right it was like the roof the main core but the two towers survived so and a lot of artifacts are also they've gone in and grabbed it there's no injuries no Mm -hmm. one got hurt um but it was a big fire watching it on the news it was a blaze Mm -hmm. hundreds of firemen involved crazy um and a lot of money was it 700 mil within 24 hours or today I think to date it's 700 uh, mil. I think it was... The numbers are everywhere. A crazy yeah. number within 24 hours. Yeah. And and I feel like that's a big slap to the face of... Uh, Human causes yeah. that aren't backed yeah. by <laughs> a billionaire institution. And it shows how much these billionaires, how little these billionaires care about what's going on in the world, uh, whether it be climate um issues whether it be poverty issues things that they can literally yeah either not maybe they can't solve it all maybe they can't uh, fix it all but they can definitely put a fucking big dent in it yeah and they choose not to but for this building that has like you know what i mean stained glasses they're gonna throw down on it it speaks to the billionaires it also speaks to like the average joe too right i i read like well over a hundred thousand people donating. Yeah. Immediately. And and also these big companies too, these big uh powerhouse companies, Gucci, Apple. um, Apple, uh mm-hmm. Prada, I believe I read somewhere. Oh, man, the, these fashion these fashion the houses. Fashion yeah, houses. yeah. I read about that because it's the first two billionaires that pledged they're so it's these two French billionaires. And the first thing that frustrated me was <laughs> A lot of these big fashion design houses are owned by one corporation or two corporations. So every time somebody thinks they're rocking a different label or we talk about it's designers and artists, it's all mm-hmm. going to the same company. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> the two billionaires were donating competitively. So they tend to compete in France. Mm-hmm. They're the two guys with the most money in France. Yeah. So one guy's like, 100 million from my family. And the next guy's like, oh, yeah, 200 million from yeah, my family. Yeah, that's good. He's <laughs> like... And they can't they can't donate this money directly to uh, the French state, which owns um, the Notre Dame Cathedral. Um, they can donate it to the Catholic Church, who's the beneficiary of the Notre Dame Cathedral. And the Catholic Church is worth thirty billion dollars, my nag. A lot of bread, man. Yo, how are you gonna give money to people that yo? That's the craziest thing in the world to me. 
So they can restore it themselves really quickly. What these niggas came up with seven hundred million? These guys are worth thirty billion. They could have done it with like with the ease of like like putting out change and giving it to a bum. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a homeless person. Let's be clear. <laughs> and they are the beneficiaries in perpetuity. So which means forever they manage the place and pay its employees and whatever money you put towards it, entrance fees or whatever. That all goes to them too. Are they so get good. paid to take care of this place. It's their, you know, these yeah. churches are, 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 are income. That's crazy. And then we got these African countries uh, that come to the aid of the very countries uh, slash institutions that are responsible for the conditions that they're in. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I have a question. Um, why do people, uh, these rich white folks, uh, love romanticizing their evil history? And they love keeping reminders of the horrible things that they did uh, under the guise of uh, architecture, historical significance, and stuff like that. Um, case in point being, um, like, the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Do you know how many slaves, bloody history, bloody history of the Coliseum? And they're trying to say, oh, we keep it for architectural purposes. And, oh, we want people to know about its significant historical significance. And, yo, people have to fight for their freedom, fight to their life. Death. Feed them to the lions. What was that like? Are you not entertained? For entertainment. You know, for entertainment purposes. And and then we've got, like, uh, Americans uh, fighting to keep their racist Confederate statues. And yeah. shit like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, why do they like like reminding, romanticizing, and reminding people of their evil history? And then pretending that it's not evil. You know what I'm saying? Like that stupid ancestry commercial that's going around that they had to whip down immediately. Mm-hmm. Did they take that down? Yeah. yeah. They apologize. People went nuts. Yeah. They're apologetic, and for those of you who haven't seen it, it's literally like a runaway slave woman, white savior man love story mm-hmm. you know trace your ancestry back to not the people who are treating human beings like chattel and raping black women left and right like that was and raping black men story. too romanticizing yeah 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 and and then we and then you have the like we said you have these african countries who've, who've pledged uh money to france um well you can't Pledge money to France because France is already taking your money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're, you're, they pledged it to uh, Notre Dame uh, by Guinea. Pledged two million dollars to the Catholic Church to help uh, rebuild Notre Dame. Um, first off, France um, sh- when when they got their independence from them, yeah. stripped the electrical wires out of the ground, burned the hospitals down. The railway tracks have been ripped out. Took the pavement off the road. So it's like no roads are like, you can't travel from town to town. It's smoothness. You know what I mean? Like they destroyed everything that they built and left them with the tab. Yeah. They kept Haiti poor, right? For Saddled years. them with a debt for God knows what. You owe me because I ravaged your lands and your people for generations. And Haiti was the first independent country. Yes, eighteen oh four. They got their independence by smoking revolution. Yeah, revolution. they took the yeah. machetes out and did their thing with it. Yeah. And then France used dollars to punish them for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Took their gold, Forever. took all everything that they had, and sold it. Like and everything. that's that um, um, mentality where 
they've they've been what's the oppressed? No, they they obviously they were oppressed, but they were uh, colonized, and they're colon they they love their colonizers, you know. They ad- admire. Is an active process. Yes. Right. Yes. Like we think that we only see like white greatness history living in North America, mm-hmm. but that oh, that concept of and maybe because we're closer, I feel like we're cold, a little physically closer to them. We we live amongst the colonizer, mm-hmm. the colonizer's descendants. To be fair, <laughs> facts. Yeah, yeah. Let's call them. I definitely don't blame people for their ancestors' work, but. Um, that idea of like striving for whiteness or considering whiteness, equating whiteness with greatness, mm-hmm. I find sometimes is a lot stronger and more prevalent when I'm in Africa. Mm-hmm. And it's an unfortunate, like um, it's what's left over from the active process of beating that into people. And, and yeah. also it, like stripping them of their, of their identity mm-hmm. and giving them, uh, their own identity, right? So they, yeah, they, especially here. yeah. So they, they, and and they believe in like uh, white Jesus, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you believe in white Jesus, and your colonizer looks like white Jesus, you're okay. Like you're not okay with it, but like it, you take it in stride, you know. It's like, and you're you're more okay with poverty, and you're like, oh, it's uh, they they could tell you it's a punishment, or they could tell you be a good servant, and and therefore you'll get good uh a good afterlife and stuff like that and then you just take you just take it and then you see things like guinea pledging two million dollars to the catholic church that turn their uh, turn a blind blind eye to them that stole their uh architecture and stuff artifacts. like that artifacts you know and it's nuts to me man it's really crazy so a slight uh detour on religion mm-hmm. <laughs> They passed a bill recently in Quebec, in the province of Quebec in Canada, and um, they Bill Twenty One. Bill Twenty One, mm-hmm. and they are um, essentially they've made it. Um, I don't know, against the law. Is that the way we approach that? Um, the bill did the bill pass? I don't think the bill passed yet. I think the bill is being studied, but it's they're they're doing something to it uh it's it being passed. studied by the national assembly uh committee before being elected before elected officials vote vote on it well montreal is fighting against it montreal is fighting yeah, against it because i guess they're more diverse mm-hmm. and the idea is that people won't be allowed to wear overt symbols of religion so like um, turbans a hijabs a hijab exactly crosses well the, the thing about crosses, though, is that you get to tuck it in, like, because the, Quebec's debated this kind of thing a lot. France debates this kind of thing uh-huh. a lot, implements a lot of these policies. You can tuck in a cross. It's a discriminatory bill because the, the religions other than the one yeah. <laughs> yeah. of the people trying to pass it mm-hmm. um, are the ones that are affected. And uh, if you're already working in your field and you're wearing a turban, a hijab, or a yamaka, is it a yamaka? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you get grandfathered in. So I was looking at it like this. It's like, imagine you're a Muslim with a hijab and you worked hard to get to a position. And now you see an up and coming Muslim woman and she has to take off her hijab Ooh. to get to your Hold exact on, position. They, they, what, or if you want to change positions, if you want to move on in your career, exactly. if you want to take another opportunity, you, you uh-huh. can't. if you want a promotion, if you want any a, a lateral move, whatever, if you want any position except the exact one you're in when that passes. Mm-hmm. You, For example, if you. there's a teacher that's wearing a hijab, mm-hmm. she can't become she, the principal. And she wants to be no. a principal. She has to take off the hijab. My God. And it's interesting because it's just three weeks after the New Zealand attack. So it lacks uh, empathy, for it's, especially Muslim. It's, it's discrimination <laughs> on all levels. 
Yeah, they use a provincial loophole um, to bypass the Canadian Charter. Mm. Oh, there's a provincial loophole? Yeah, and I don't, I'll double check. I don't know if all provinces have it. Quebec definitely has it. Mm -hmm. It's it's called uh, right to something. It's like a vague term. Mm -hmm. I'll pull it up. And it allows them to decide that something is critical enough for the internal way that we do it that it'll be different from the federal way. That is crazy. Imagine your government telling you what to wear. That's not just telling you what to wear. Like me, I, I didn't and know you it's... couldn't move on in your position. Um, that's more fucked up than I actually initially thought it was. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were grandfathered in, meaning like if You're you good were, to go. yeah, you were with good to go. No. Yeah, you know, and you can still grow with that company nope. or whatever the organization. But I didn't know you. You could you were stuck in that position. That's it, pretty much. So that's that's messed up in its entirety. But also knowing that you had like like I looked at like as a as a person who has to wear a turban or hijab or or yarmulke, and then you made it to a certain position, and you know you know what it took to get there, and you see someone striving to do the same thing and walk in the same path as you, and they get blocked off because of this new uh, law. For me, that's just it's. It's it's sad. it's it's sad the for the person. It's it's sad for both parties, right? It's yeah. sad for the person coming up because yeah. they've got to take off their shit or make a decision to move out of the province, yeah. and it's sad for the person that's already made it. It's like they can't even do anything to help that person. You know what I mean? And they can't they can't be like, oh, I set an example, so you should be able to follow the example. Like you can't yeah. that that line no gets yeah. There's no representation that gets taken away from you. You know, it does. and it's for public employees. I don't know if we made that. So that's lawyer, um, judge, public judges, services. sorry, yeah. Yeah, judges, judges, police. Teachers, police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it a notwithstanding clause what you were talking about? I think so. Notwithstanding clause. Thank you, person. Person. That's but didn't that work? That's crazy, though. Um, so on the topic of Canadian issues, mm-hmm. the Canadian Civil Liberties Association is suing three levels of government over a Google-backed plan to build a smart neighborhood in Toronto. So what this is called, this neighborhood is called, it's called Sidewalk Labs. I've been following the, 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 the concept for a few years. What happened is that the Toronto waterfront has been primed for revitalization for a long time. So mm-hmm. they put out a request for papers. And then um, the one that won, the, the, the proposal that won, came from um, Sidewalk Labs. And it's a, it's a company owned by Alphabet, which is like the, mm-hmm. the parent company of Google. Mm-hmm. So Sidewalk Labs was going to make a smart neighborhood on the waterfront. They are going to make. The plan's been underway for some time. Mm -hmm. Um, And up until now, basically, all the feedback I've been hearing is positive, right? The articles I read, people are excited about it. And then there are people, like there was a board member about a year ago who left. And she left for a number of reasons, but one of them she cited was privacy concerns. Mm-hmm. She's like, they still have not addressed how mm-hmm. they're going to protect our privacy if all of this infrastructure is smart mm-hmm. and um, it can interact with us, but it can listen to us too. Like, yeah. we know it's a they're data collection company, yeah. these large yeah. tech companies, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, this article is saying that people are now freaking out about it, which mm-hmm. I kind of appreciate. Mm-hmm. But it also made me think about like how much of our tech spies on us. <laughs> that's a great that's a great topic right there I just listening it. right now um, yes they, they are so we carry them around in our pockets right our mm-hmm. phones but the one that got me was lately spotify um a spotify premium membership 
is coming yeah, with a that. Google Home. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of one of those things like, why not? Especially if you're like me, a Spotify user and I'm mm-hmm. a free Spotify user. It would have been an incentive, except, and I thought this and I didn't say it out loud because I didn't want to sound paranoid. And then prime time, you said it to me too. Yeah. Um, I didn't get it because I don't want a little device listening to me all day long yeah. as it's like sole purpose. Yeah. And I say some crazy shit when I'm by myself, dog. Yo, yeah. it's wild shit. But I have a, a, a confession. Yeah. I ordered that shit. <laughs> I ordered it too. <laughs> and this is why this is gonna work. When it's when the work. when the wolf people are still doing it, right? Um, you know what? I wasn't with it until they put a free price tag on it. Yo, like, free ninety nine, my name. Free ninety nine, of course. <laughs> For me, it wasn't the first, but I didn't say it. It's a setup. I knew it was a setup. Because I thought I stood alone. <laughs> no, I agree with you, though. They are definitely... And it's not a theory, right? Like the no. way Because I've been saying it for... I had a manager years ago who said to me, I'm pretty sure our phones listen to us. Mm-hmm. And I and I thought... Um, at first, I thought that's crazy. But then I noticed that thing that now we see all the memes about. Mm-hmm. Like my phone advertising stuff to me that came up in conversation. Well, the memes say your thoughts. Yeah. It came up in conversation. And then I realized... I they have algorithms memes. for this shit that... That sense what you what you search and what you yes. what you talk. I think there's there's key words that you type and yes. they'll take that and that's true. But the other thing that's true is with Siri or with OK Google on on Android phones mm-hmm. or with Google Home mm-hmm. or with Alexa. Who mean Alexa do the question of the day daily? <laughs> all with all them. They have to hear you talk to them, right? Like in order to respond, they had to catch that at 345 for the first time in 18 hours, you said Alexa, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. In order to do that, they are listening all the time. Yes. 24-7. They listen to everything. Mm Do you think I they listen as like a, they, they have a machine that's listening, like recording everything? No, there's people. Up? There's people that they pay. What do you mean you have you have a machine in your house? Yes, yes, no, no. I mean, no, I don't mean the machine. I don't mean the machine in your house. I mean, um, like, is there a machine yeah. picking up trigger words there over yes. on that on that side, or is there actual people like no that people are sitting at, there? You know, Amazon just had. Um, they were talking about how they hired a bunch of people to basically listen to the uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, device and yeah, hear your conversations and they take that but that's level two right alexa's not finding you stuff because um people are listening and typing in what you're looking for mm-hmm. alexa's finding keywords so there are definitely keywords that trigger certain types of recording right they, they said the, the comment from these companies was we're not recording 24 7 mm-hmm. i don't care if you're recording 23 6 you know what i mean yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so there are machines it's like you said there are machines that are catching keywords that are linking to all of that level two is the article you're talking about prints where which people is are really in it. scary too yeah for the for the dead air for the stuff that they said oh no we're not holding on to that yeah yeah then they have people recording because human beings still have a certain amount of like capability that machines are not there yet yes in yes. terms of nuance uh-huh so they do they have people listening to your private conversations Yo, i see wild shit like all the time <laughs> i'm sure i'm on mad radars for sure Facts. Well, I remember when the, it was big when people were putting tape over their cameras on their laptops. Yeah, uh, yeah, their, um, yeah. People were laptops, so iffy, right? and so, then we got worn down. They they kept chipping away at us, and now they I'm put sitting in front of a laptop right now. And I, no tape, nothing. <laughs> no, I stayed that night. My tape's there. Recently, I got a little thing that slides. I can slide it open when I need a camera. For no. Camera, slide it shut. <laughs> when the head of the FBI, who is the one spying on us, is huh. telling us to use is showing us his laptop with tape on it yeah because he knows people are spying on us i stay paranoid that's what's up that's what's up i put my guards down it's true i put my guards down i'm playing too much well i you're right 
<laughs> you right. <laughs> These niggas are on some real espionage shit, dog. Some 007. And we signed up for it. Yeah. Well, speaking of signing up for it, they have um, offerings for people that use credit cards where they'll say, oh, we'll give you 10% off Safeway if you do this quick survey, and then they can monitor your spending habits. So it just shows how expensive or valuable data is. Yeah, it's true. And people yeah. are willing to give up data. Well, they give it up for free on mm-hmm. Facebook when they like it. Fingerprints like and yeah. all this crazy stuff. Yeah. Eye scans on yeah. your phones. Yeah. You, know, you, know, you know, person was telling me the other day about um, you can determine the amount of Muslims that live in the area by... Um, how large a halal meat section is. Yeah. That and their grocery, in yeah. the local grocery store. Yeah, and actually local, local grocery, grocery store. Exactly. Yeah, that's 100% true. Yeah. I went to a grocery store in a, like, in a mixed neighborhood, mm-hmm. so I can get a decent sized halal section. That's so Calgary's wow. Calgary's a really good like demonstration yeah. of that because we have yeah. like distinct neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The stores carry totally different. And they yeah. do market research. It's not stats can. It's market private market researchers that determine what is the ethnic makeup of this neighborhood and then they t- tailor their products mm. for that. So yeah. Quick question though. When's when's it like where's it gonna stop? It won't. <laughs> it won't. I would have thought that it stops with us, right? With the consumer. We say, no, enough is enough. Well, we said, move into my house, move into my car, move into my fridge, move into my pocket, my purse, in the phone. You you can have it all. Make my life convenient and not here. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that like a couple generations from now, even the idea of having private experiences mm-hmm. is going to be like like a distant past. Or yeah, there yeah. might be a cultural shift. Now they're, they have backlash in some stores on self-checkouts. And they've been removing self-checkouts from the Canadian tires because people are like, we're not going to do it. And here's the thing. In Sweden, too, there's a lot of people putting microchips in their in their skin. That's that shit, yeah. That's their, that has their, their license, their social assurance number, <laughs> their health card. Like, it's implanted underneath. It's a surgical procedure. Financial stuff. So Everything. So it's easy. Credit cards. You can just scan your hand. Nah, fam. You can miss me with that <laughs> shit. <laughs> you can miss me with that shit. If you go missing, they'll track you down with some GPS. You're good to go. Dog. If I go missing, don't come looking for me. <laughs> Fuck that. First time, first time I saw it, I saw it was like a, like one company. Yeah. And the employees were excitedly lining up at like a, a microchip party <laughs> to get a microchip. Because it was probably free. And I <laughs> thought it was a joke. Like, I was like, no, I won't need my, my key card to scan in the front entry. <laughs> It sounds Bonkers. like an SNL skit. It doesn't sound real. It sounds like a Chappelle episode. That's Twilight I'm telling Zone you. Episode. Black, we're living, is it, you always says we're living in Black Mirror. Black yeah, Mirror, facts, yes. you. <laughs> this is a big Black Mirror episode right now. True, true. Um, speaking of Canada, um, guess who got arrested at our border? <laughs> Project Baby. <laughs> it's like a gang. What's that? The, like the third episode this guy made it on right now? We yeah, talked about back, it, like, to back, back to back to back. This guy's on it. It's like he's he's got a splash of the downs, uh, <laughs> a touch of the downs. <laughs> he's a retard. No, no, no. Look, look. With with in regards to Kodak situation. So basically, he had a show in Detroit. Yeah. And uh, when we heard it, basically got, got locked up at the border, trying to re-enter the U.S. border with um, marijuana and guns, um, all kinds of crazy shit mm-hmm. and uh basically his excuse is that he gps'd uh, detroit to boston which was where his next show was um and didn't realize that the gps the quickest way from detroit to boston is cutting through that windsor mm-hmm. border going across to canada and cutting through uh, canada and when they did the u-turn to come back they basically got bagged with a whole lot of shit and i thought it was a tour bus mm-hmm. originally i thought you know why isn't this guy flying um 
But basically, he had what a a Porsche and a Cadillac. He was driving. He was driving it. Temporary California place. (laughs) (laughs) And had the weed on him. And behind him, and and so they found weapons and and drugs. And then behind him was a Porsche. And the driver to the Porsche cop to I think three guns, but they found four. According to the article I read, oh, Kodak God. is crazy. Yo, whoever is whoever's on this guy's team um, is not giving this guy the best of guidance. And yo, you know what's crazy? J. Cole said some some shit on his his right. song. It's my immediate reaction. Yeah. What did J. Cole say? It, on that uh, middle child um, song? Mm-hmm. He's like, he mentioned something about Kodak Black and he's like, he's, he's real honest and he's real real, but he wish he had more guidance, you know? Yeah. And it's like, yo, the people around you are literally... Nobody's saying, yo, dog, that's a bad idea. It's a bunch of yes men. There's not one person that said, yo, don't ride around with the burner. You've got cases. I'll ride around with the burner. Say fly. Fly you fly, Yeah. You there. Take a first class flight. Take a private fucking plane. Jet. With your guns from Detroit. Yeah, whatever it may be. Dog, it's cool. Not one person. Yo, with all that money, you couldn't put a fucking secret compartment in your car? Like, you know, it's not that much. stuff. But, but you said it earlier in the last episode where he don't listen. Maybe it's the people that he wants around him, you know what I mean, that he wants around him. Like, they're not giving him the proper advice. And the ones that maybe are, are he's not listening to. No, but, it, then I mean? but then there's and then there's the person who's recording him. Doing shit. on a yeah. rant yeah. about stuff that's going to get him everybody frustrated with him, mm-hmm. right? And then he'll turn around and it's like, oh, well, hello there. I didn't see you. <laughs> <laughs> and he just keeps going. Well, I figured he high or drunk or something. Yo, so, he's you know, high. He's, he's on everything. I, I think personally though, like he's like a moron. A, I don't I don't know what you Yeah, I can't I can't keep saying yo the like excuse using as like a young nigga excuse because yeah. I was young and I was wild. But I, yo, I was not that dumb, bro. <laughs> like you would not catch things in my car. Like you could have a houseway. At the border. Like, at the of, of another country. The like, border's worse than airports, my dude. You can sneak in with a lot of shit at the airport. Border will lock your ass. But the thing off. is, like when you're driving to the border from afar, you can see that it's the fucking you border. You know it's a so, border. So from afar. You yeah. can you can turn around from afar where they Long won't see you. you yeah. So I've how do you? Yeah, it's a Long bridge. <laughs> so for you to be like, is that really them? Is that the border? Is that the border? And then <laughs> no, but you know they're high driving the whole way there too, right? So oh my goodness, man, it's a disaster. So hopefully he'll figure his shit out, but he needs to surround himself with some some better people. Man. He needs Minister Farrakhan in his life, dog. <laughs> He's the the nation of Islam. Brothers holding them down. Man. At crazy. least those guys read and shit. <laughs> I don't like how do you shake this one off? I don't know. Well, I hate that. Well, this is federal, right? He already got bailed. He got bailed out. Um, but he's he got an answer to that shit, right? So um I don't know. His like his his excuse was the GPS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what he went with. That was that's what he went with. Um and so hey Yeah, that's the story he's sticking if he to. If you can roll with that. <laughs> You know what I mean? What did what did um what are all these rappers like uh, Drew Satan and all these guys that go with the guns to the airport and and they oh, carry on and say, I oh I didn't know I forgot I had a gun in my bag. Yeah, but he's doing story. twenty-four months right now. Exactly, I but like crazy. He had to be out of his mind. Yeah, but Drew yeah. was known for his um he had a real big addiction to perks and stuff like that. So this nigga, you could see, this you could see he, he just looked shit. rough too. Yeah. But like those same rappers, I heard of enough rappers that did that, right? Not just mm-hmm. Ruels, but enough rappers that walked into an airport and just said, "Oh, I forgot it. I have my gun." In there. Yeah. You know what I mean, like reckless behavior, man. It, it, is, it is reckless. And in America, guns are so accessible. Like for us, it was like guns are a big deal. You have a gun, you know you have a gun. Yeah. Like you think about yeah. it. Yeah. 
you know? It's always going to be. Yeah, over there, it's like, I think it's so abundant. Yeah. And it's like such a part of daily life that you, they, these people get, you do get high and forget you have a burner on you, you know? Yeah. Like that's, Three, that's a real, four, yeah. five border. Yeah, yeah that's a real possible. You guys ever watched that episode, that TV show on the border? Mm-hmm. People had guns a lot. And you're just like, oh, I didn't know it was an Yeah, and they get, but that's the thing. Why are they bagging this guy if that's the case? He didn't make it to the border. He didn't try to cross the border. I just, but I it is. Like like I think he tried to cross the border. Like, and it's like, it's probably illegal guns. And the drugs are not okay federally, regardless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. So, Kodak, get your shit together expeditiously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor Kodak, man. Man, but with Toronto, uh, speaking of which, Canadian teams have been doing amazing. Um, apparently, yesterday, sorry, all six national um, or six Toronto teams have won. In the first time in history. Yeah, I had to look up a couple of Yeah, things. a few of them. My Wolfpack, I didn't even know existed. But the Raptors are doing their thing. And uh, they played Orlando last night. Uh, fought it out. They're playing tomorrow. So. Oh, we got this. I'm not worried about Round this one round. is easy for Toronto. Mm-hmm. I think. That's oh, fun fun fact. Um, yeah. For, uh, yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> fun fact. Um, Toronto. Had all its major team, I think all its major teams playing on the same day, and they all won. <laughs> like so, it's soccer team, it's a hockey team. Yeah, that's what Prince was just saying. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. I let you finish though. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got, I got so Did I take that fact? Like I just came up with it. <laughs> Literally back to back, we talked about the wolves and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> It was the Jays, yeah. the Raptors, uh-huh. um, the Leafs, yeah. and then it was... <laughs> Sorry, I can't believe I, th- I took that fact like it was my no, dog. You were just mentally preparing. It's cool. <laughs> we had uh, Toronto FC, the soccer team. Yeah. And um, what I had to look up, the rugby team. Is that who they are? The, yeah, I, the, you're saying Wolfpack. I thought it was Grey Wolves. Now I have to look it up. I right thought now. it was the Wolfpack. But <laughs> it might be Wolfpack. Amazing Wolfpack. on Toronto's part and... Uh, you know, Raptors are going to do it this year, I think. At least get to the Eastern. That's my opinion. Oh, man. They better get to the finals. Yeah, they like, better get to the finals. not now, when? <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I don't get disappointed with the Raptors. Um, I just, I go through the ups and downs with them. It's a roller coaster ride with the Raptors. No, but see, that's how I know you ain't been watching for a while. Because we lived the up and down. But mm-hmm. it's been the up for a little while. It's been, like, on the upswing for a couple of years. Like, this is the year. This You're is the year. We're watching it close all year. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the year where it's like Wrecking we didn't numbers. have to live a lot of the downs. I was telling Prince, I've been watching them and expecting wins and mm-hmm. surprised by losses. And yeah. as a, a long, a lifelong Raptors fan, that's a relatively new experience, right? Exactly. I mean, Vince is the last time I had that kind of steady comfort. <laughs> so what I what I meant was uh, in the playoffs. And the playoffs is ups and oh, it's always yeah, ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a it's heartbreak. Like, yeah, when they always they ride out during the regular season, but yeah. as soon as the playoffs comes around, oh, I, you're right. I'm holding my breath. Yeah, new breed, man. New is breed led by these Africans, bro. <laughs> new breeds by Siakam and Ananobi yeah. and we the North Baca and all these Africans coming through. And to be fair to the Toronto rugby team, it is Wolf Pack. Wolf Pack. Oh, my bad. That's a wild name, but I kind of like it. It's crazy. They killed. They were the best score. 52-26. Mm. Good old Wolfpack. <laughs> All right, Wolfpack. Round of applause for the Wolfpack. <laughs> That's what's up. Yo, how about the rest of the NBA playoffs, though? Yo, I've been watching the Monstars. 
that's Golden State Warriors. That's mm-hmm. uh, Philly calls them the Monsters, and uh, they've been they've been they lost Boogie. Uh, he got injured um, in the second game. Barely matters. And it barely matters, man. Steph Curry got contact lenses now, man. He's shooting twenty twenty vision. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, I heard. I heard that. I heard about that. Apparently, That's his crazy. whole career, yeah. he's been blinded or had fun, uh, like blurry vision. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and he got some prescriptions, and he's shooting lights out. KD, uh, I really l- watched the game where um, the Clippers came back on him with thirty one point oh, loss yeah, that right. they're, they're, they're the behind the third quarter in a 30 point blowout i was so close to changing it i was so it. confused i was so confused the next morning I, the next morning mm-hmm. it was ranked the the best comeback in nba history really <laughs> yo yeah. from in a playoff history these guys killed it um but all around um the west looked like it is the monsters taking it yeah it's gonna be interesting because it i'm assuming that golden state wins and that houston wins mm-hmm. and then they face they each go other to, they go to war and then um, chances are it'll be Denver. Who, who is it on the other side? Uh, OKC is on it. Portland's number three right now. Yeah. Um, Denver, they're Portland, they're doing great against gonna, OKC. I don't know. I really thought OKC was going to take it, but Portland is doing fantastic with Damian Lillard mm-hmm. and all these uh, Steph Curry's brothers. There. Yeah. <laughs> so it feels like the real Western Conference Finals. And San Antonio's out there. DeMar- DeRozan is is doing well, uh, but it is. I think they lost tonight, so it's two two with Denver. The, the real Western Conference final is going to be uh, Golden State and Houston. Exactly. Like, That's what everybody's waiting for. Exactly. James Harden scoring his 50-plus. <laughs> and then the East, we're waiting on the Bucks versus the Raptors, one and two. Go at it. So it's going to be an interesting uh, final. We the North, man. We hope and we wish him the best for the Raptors. And I, I- feel it. I've got my I've got my weed flag, uh, we the North flag. You, uh, I have it. it. Don't you know what I mean? I might not watch sports like that, but don't worry, it's gonna be put plastered up there. John Snow in the yeah, North, well, you know what I mean. King of the Game North. of Thrones came back, so it's a it's a double entendre. We gotta talk about Game of Thrones at one point. Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure. Let, let a few, we'll yeah, yeah, we'll let it build up. Coming, uh, so and the people that don't out. watch it, you missing out. The one percenters. I've been waiting two years for a moment that happened in this episode, but. <laughs> We'll talk, we'll talk about, about that we'll right after about this. Um, so before we get out of here, I, we came up with a little fun list of um, things we can uh, we could have accomplished with seven hundred million dollars um, in twenty four hours. The things that could have been solved, uh, or we could have put a dent in. Um, one being the poverty in France itself. So there's one hundred forty thousand homeless people in France, um, and thirty thousand of them being kids. Uh, Climate, the climate crisis, uh, cleaning up pollution in the ocean. The Pacific Ocean, I think, cost uh, three hundred million. Yeah, <laughs> to clean up all yeah. the pollution. That's crazy, man. Flint, Michigan, the uh, hundred mil back in two thousand fourteen when they were supposed to get it, mm-hmm. it would have cost only about a hundred mil. Um, they just got their the rest of the seventy seven million mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means they only got thirty million the last four years, five years to so, fix a so hundred million all, all problem. Together, what was it like? One hundred and seventy million. hundred mil. Hundred mil. mil. They said hundred mil was supposed to help uh-huh. fix it, but it's going to cost more. Obviously, the damage with years that gone right. So, so in twenty four hours, they could have fixed the Flint, Michigan water crisis. Uh, these rich billionaires of the world seven times. Expeditious. <laughs> Expeditiously. <laughs> Expeditiously, right? Yo, see, we just want. I just wanted to highlight that before we got out of here. Um, just to really show, yeah, you know what they I mean. They can cure world, world hunger. You know what I'm saying. So for 24 this, hours can cure world hunger. You know, so there's people in this world that 
it's not beneficial for them to see people happy and full <laughs> and, and sheltered and healthy, and healthy you know? Um, so let that sink in, let that marinate. And, uh, before we get out of here, uh, we want to thank you for tuning in. This is a podcast where we get together once a week and figure it out. I'm prime time here with Philly, the big homie Prince and our very melody fact checker. Welcome back. Person. All right, guys. Good night.